0: Each and every one of you is a child of the great. The very substance of creation is formed of the mind, the consciousness of the one cosmic being, the one cosmic awareness. <clears throat> the one cosmic existence. Out of that cosmic existence, all creation has been formed. The substance of your being is that infinite existence. Like the substance of a clay jar is clay the jar the vase the figurine they all differ in forms but if they are all made out of clay they are of the same substance likewise you are of the same substance your True nature, your true existence is not separate from that one. You believe yourself to be the form you inhabit. You believe yourself to be the experiences you have accumulated and that your mind and your brain remember you believe yourself to be a created being something that has a beginning and an end this is the reinforced by your senses your motor organs, your experience of being embodied tells you you are a created being. So all of the proof around you confirms this. And it is only when you enter into the deeper recesses of your own mind and begin to experience non-ordinary states of consciousness, begin to experience sublime existence that you discover there is more to you than this created being. This created being is an outer shell. But within lies a vast expanse of love, of truth, of being. Sat-chit-ananda, it is called. Mm -hmm. And this sat-chitananda is unchanging. Even bliss, though, is a boundary, is a form, though a very subtle form. Behind that form lies the existence of a truth which cannot be named, cannot be defined by the mind. There are words that direct the mind towards it, such as love, bliss truth, being, consciousness, awareness. But still these words all are only pointers to something that the mind cannot fold itself around because it is more vast than your mind. So the mind cannot contain it The mind wants to contain it, wants to define it, wants to limit it to words, to a certain experience, but it has no limits. All the mind can do is point. All that words can do is suggest. That love, that truth, that essence is beyond definition and is in play always in all things. When a deeper understanding arises, it can be seen that that is not only the substance of the unmanifest. It is the very substance of everything. That where there appears to be many, there is only one, the self of yourself, the truth of your being. You are in all things, and all things are in you. For the limited entity you have assumed yourself to be is only a dream in the mind of the great dreamer, is only a construct in the cosmic mind. You are beyond the constructs. You are that which is. That is your true nature. Some call it knowledge. Some call it love. Some call it awareness. Some call it being. Some call it God. And then human beings in their philosophies and their beliefs try to describe it and define it. And for some they say it is a personalized God that will come and look over you and guide you. For others, they say, no, 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 no. There is no personalized God, that is just another form. There is only awareness. There is a non-dual awareness that inhabits everything, all forms. And they may argue with each other and think each that their belief is superior, because those who know the personal God, the Sadguru, whatever the name you call, Rama, Krishna, Shiva, Jesus, whatever the name you call your personalized God, even Baba, that personalized God is a reality, exists as does the infinite awareness, the non-dual beingness that exists in everything The mystery to the human mind of the cosmic is endless. The ability of the intellect to understand that cosmic beingness is limited. So there are those that hold that they are non-dual, Uh, they feel that they have understood that that cosmic one is in everything and there is only the one they are correct but their denial that that cosmic existence has form. Not only in the manifest universe and all the created beings, but it has form as the guide, the guru, the divine father, the divine mother the one essential being embodied, guiding all living beings to the shelter of their home, of homes, to the infinite love that also exists and is not less or more than the awareness that all is the one. For indeed, all is one being, one self, one existence. But that does not mean that that one existence does not embody in subtle form, in physical forms, does not embody to draw the living beings from darkness to light, from death to immortality. That one is both the God and the Cosmos. That one is both Nandu and personal. This is the Ota and Prota yogas of the supreme, meaning that one embodies in all creation and in that which is not created. The substantive purusha, parama purusha, the supreme consciousness, the infinite awareness is embodied in all creation. So the tiniest bird singing, the water running over the rock in the stream, The tree growing from a seed, the plants alive, the ones you love, looking at you with love. It is all the embodiment of the one, supreme self. And for those who have eyes to see, the sadguru can be seen in all of this. But <clears throat> because living beings are blinded by embodiment and the sphere of duality, They believe the dream in the mind of the great cosmic creator to be their truth. They do not see their own nature. So what what is that one to do? He, she must come forward, find ways to personally Address this with every living being. And so (coughs) that one becomes the guide, the guru, the one to embody and to take your hand and bring you forward to your very source. That one who is the embodiment of that source, that truth, the embodiment of Paramapurusha, is the Sadhguru. Though all creation is also the embodiment of Paramapurusha, it sleeps unaware of its own nature. But in the sadguru, the nature, the parama Purusha, the supreme, the infinite being, is fully awake. <clears throat> and so there is a sphere in the subtle realms in which this abides. this realm of the Sadhguru, and then into the physical world, those beings whose minds awaken to that presence, that, through which that presence has come and danced the dance, the great dance of love to the infinite one. dissolve into that, and therefore the Guru is present. This is the nature of truth. The uniqueness of experience can be wide, The uniqueness of the manifestation of the divine being can be wide. The miracles, from the point of view of the human mind, are great. For the human mind is limited in intellect. <clears throat> the nature of the sadguru cannot be fully comprehended, the movements of the Sadguru cannot be fully comprehended by even the brightest of intellects because it is limited by its own nature. The mind is confined, limited by culture, limited by beliefs limited by experience to define itself in a certain way. It cannot understand all the movements of the Sanguru. So the mind says that was a miracle. That defies all the all the laws of physics. It defines defines life as we defies life as we know it. Yes, and so those movements become miraculous. There are miracles. They are reasonably defined, but the human mind cannot comprehend those definitions. The human mind cannot contain and define, the infinite. So both the prota and Auto yogas exist. There is both the Nandu self of yourself, the Nandu existence. That divinity is a reality. There is but one in all that is. And there is the personal God. The many forms that the Sadguru has taken, both in the physical world and in the subtle spheres, to guide, to love and to draw all beings back home to their own essential nature. Neither is more or less. The Sadhguru is that infinite, embodied in form, subtle, Or physical. All right. Namaskar.